Welcome to What We Give, a podcast that highlights remarkable ways people are contributing to our community. I'm John McKay, the Member of Parliament for scarborough Gilwood. Today, I'm joined by Helen Jolvin and Tyler Segman, the co-directors of the Guild Festival Theatre, which is Scarborough's professional theatre company. Helen works in both theatre and film as an actor, director, producer, and writer. In addition to her role with the Guild Festival Theatre, she's also the founder and artistic director of Thought for Food Productions. Tyler Seguin is an award-winning director and creator working in theatre and film. Here's my conversation with them. Um, the Gildan is clearly one of those delightful gems in Scarborough that nobody knows about. And the festival is also not as well known as it should be. So the purpose of what we're doing tonight uh, is to talk about uh, not only Gildan, but about the festival and the plans for uh, 2021, since the plans for 2020 went a little sideways for pretty well everyone. But um, let's find out a little bit um, about the two of you. So, um, Helen, um, uh, I was looking at your biography, along with Tyler's for that matter, and I don't. I think if I combine both of your ages, you probably still are not as old as I am. <laughs> and your accomplishments are absolutely outstanding. I, I, I'm stunned by uh, by how accomplished the both of you are. But um, uh, the one that, of course, jumped out at me is that you're a Jeopardy champion. Yeah. <laughs> like, like the real deal Jeopardy champion? Jeopardy with Alex Trebek, yeah. I, um, really? It was aired in January of 2013. I won two games. I, yeah, it's a weird record where um, <laughs> I, I have the top one-day score for a Canadian contestant. Well, that's impressive, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'll go with that. That sounds pretty impressive. Yeah, well. So how did you uh, how did you end up being selected for Jeopardy? Uh, I auditioned for it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I actually auditioned for it years before I got on. Um, and my audition was like I, I passed the test, but I didn't get on uh, except asked to be on the show. And mm. I kept trying, and I kept like I kept like I watched practically every episode of Jeopardy for like a, a decade, and then finally had the opportunity to audition again and. I was prepared this time. So what category are you uh, a whiz at? Is it um, uh, theater, television shows, uh, culture, all that sort of stuff? Theater, pop culture. I actually, I did a lot of studying. So um, yeah. I, I've lost a lot of the information now, but I was, uh, I, I brushed up on the American um, history and politics and geography because it's, you know, it's an American show. So yeah. Uh, mem memo to self don't play trivia with Helen. That's right. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And no matter what we do, she gets to pull out the, you know, yeah. I'm the smartest card. I see. I see. Well, uh, interestingly, my son used to uh, be a, a professor in California and uh, at a 
California University, obviously, if you were a professor in California, that was probably you are. And um, he uh, he used to get together with um, uh, with his buddies, and they would play forms of Jeopardy and Trivial Pursuit um, on Wednesday nights, I believe. And so, because they were professors, they would get all the really smart guys uh, together and uh, clean up um, whatever money might have been on on the table <laughs> at, that night. So um, the two of you have extraordinarily impressive resumes as writers, as actors, as film directors, and oh my goodness, like it just goes on and on and on. I mean, you must bore yourselves with, uh, with your credits. So tell me how it is you arrive as co-directors of the, um, of the Guild um, Theater. Um, well, I, we were familiar with the, the Guild Festival Theater from its beginning. Um, I was really excited growing up in Scarborough when they announced this professional theater company was going to be based in Scarborough. So I got, I got really excited. Um, Tyler. I was part of their second, second season. season. Uh, mm -hmm. So Sten, Sten Eric, who's the founder of the Guild Festival Theater, he, he directed that, uh, that production of Clouds Over T.O., um, which was an adaptation of a, of a Greek of a Greek comedy called The Clouds, and um, I think that season still goes down in history for the Guild Festival Theater as being the rainiest summer. Uh, mm -hmm. on the we yeah. seem to call the clouds. Clouds came down, um, and that's how I got involved uh, with the theater and and got to know got to know Sten uh, and got to um, start working more deeply with with the company. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then uh, in their third season, I assisted. Uh, Sten um, as his assistant director on The Misanthrope and uh, yeah and then you know we we moved on to other things and then um, in 2019 we got a phone call from the the board um, saying that uh, the season was potentially in jeopardy and they needed a director and um, could we help so we had a conversation. It was really uh, late in the season. Um, so we had a discussion about whether we were both already committed to other things. And so we said, well, neither of us can take it on on our own. But mm -hmm. we, could, we could do it together. So uh, we co-directed Anne that season. And uh, I guess the board was happy with us. And uh, at the end of the season, they asked if we would like to step in as co-artistic directors of the company. All right. Well, that's kind of a that's kind of an interesting story. Yeah. And had you, uh, had either of you or both of you done something like that before? Uh, well, I've I've run an independent theater company for for several years called Thought for Food. So we've we've produced shows before, um, produced and directed and, and uh, done all that. But we've never we've never been artistic directors of a company with a board. Um, yeah. a, a, that's a registered charity. Registered charity um, that, that has that has certain like sort of depth of roots in a, in a particular community, the way Guild Festival Theater does. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we sort of, you know, worked project to project and, and whenever an interesting script came up or whenever an interesting group of people, um, you know, presented themselves, we said, okay, well, let's- Let's do something. Let's do something, <laughs> let's, let's do this. Let's do this, this interesting thing. Uh, and we do it and then we'd move on. And that was kind of that. Um, so the Guild Festival Theater, um, with a regular space and a regular audience and and uh, certain you know obli certain obligations and responsibilities to the community 
it's, it's been a it's, it's been a new adventure for us. <laughs> a really interesting one. I'd say. Now, are you just being diplomatic and political and saying, "Oh, it's been a new adventure for us," or has this been actually kind of a good uh, new adventure for you? I'd say it's been a good new adventure. Yeah. Uh, I've certainly, you know, certainly learned a lot and grown a lot. Uh, it's a very different. Um, it's very different to be a freelance artist than it is to be an administrator. Uh, okay. And so, and they're, they're both, you know, they're, they, they're both satisfying and they're both challenging and they're both frustrating, uh, and, but they both have their own, their own triumphs, but, and they're a little bit different. And I've really, I've really been happy um, this past year, especially that we were in a position to, you know, despite, you know, all the challenges of, of 2020, um, to still be able to create work for, um, for artists, for our colleagues, uh, mm -hmm. to be one of the only theaters in the country uh, that was able to turn to, their, to, their, to a cast of artists and say, we're still making, making something, we still have an audience, our community still needs us, uh, and we still need you. And so it was, it was tremendous to be in a position like that. Um, so, we so what's it like to have to uh, account to, uh, if you will, a community um, theater group who are quite opinionated, of course. <laughs> Whether the opinions are well founded or not is another issue. Uh, but um, but uh, you know, if you in fact have been um, fairly independent, doing the projects that are of interest to you, and now you're kind of quote unquote tied to a uh, particular um, organization, uh, how how's that transition work for you? It's been it's been good. It's really great to know that you have you have an audience and you have people supporting you, um, no matter no matter what. Really, like this this summer really showed us that uh, we had to scrap our our planned season mm. and um, and pivot into uh, a different form of entertainment this summer. But one of the reasons we we chose to pivot was because we we knew we had this community that that wanted something. Um, yeah. like a lot of companies this year, like they just, they saw the challenge and said, I think we're going to sit this summer out. And, uh, we actually went down to the park, um, in the spring and I went, oh, how can we not do something this year? We have to at least try, we have to try. Mm -hmm. Um, so we, we, we held on to a few dates in the, in the, in the summer that we would normally perform on the stage. And we just held on to as many as we could in case we would be allowed to to perform in the park because it is such a special place and so we we felt it was really important to to do whatever we could to make sure something happened this summer so, so um as i as i said in the intro uh this is uh, the the park is quite clearly a, a gem a not very well known gem in um in the greater toronto area uh, the the uh, theater the festival is a gem within a gem. Um, so uh, tell me why somebody would not want to sit on a lawn chair in a lovely summer evening with a gentle breeze coming in off Lake Ontario and watch uh, high quality, um, uh, high quality theater performed by outstanding artists. Tell me, what's wrong with that picture? <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing wrong with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's one of the exciting things. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I will admit we have a perception problem being in Scarborough. Um, people mm -hmm. think of it as being far. Um, 
And I think for people who either don't live in the area or don't have a vehicle, it can, there is a bit of a barrier to, to getting down to the park. Um, but yeah, we, we had some friends who came to see the, the show in 2019. And uh, they said, oh gosh, it took 40 minutes on, on TTC. And I said, well, how long does it take you to get downtown to a downtown theater? And they went, an hour and a half. Yeah, so it, there, there is some, a little bit of a, a barrier and we're working on overcoming that. But I mean, one of the, the great things, it is such a beautiful, beautiful space. And so we're saying, it's not, you know, don't just come for the show, come, come experience the park. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. It, it is an outstanding experience and, and uh, bring your hiking boots because there's a nice little uh, trails, both uh, down to the lake and along the, along the waterfront there. Um, just, uh, it, it's amazing. And, and the, uh, and the uh, Guild Plaza has um, has that uh, one restaurant, which I think is pretty pretty decent, actually. You know, yeah. it's uh, a bit better than a bit better than a roadhouse. And then uh, if you you can always go up to the Stone Cottage Inn, which is also um, uh, quite a bit better than a roadhouse, I think. Um, uh, so such a burden for people from downtown Toronto. I feel so badly for you. Oh, yes. Well, have you noticed that the GO train stops at the Guild? Hmm? <laughs> um, yes. Anyways, uh, far be it from me. I know exactly the problem that you're you're talking about. People in Scarborough face this all the time, the, the discount. So, um, so uh, what were your plans and what happened in 2020 and what are you planning for 2021 okay well our plans in 2020 uh were hugely ambitious it was our first it was our first season as as cartoonist directors um you know we're approaching um where it was you know the ninth year for for the festival it was always intended to to be a, a festival and that it has multiple offerings um but just to you know, for, for, for various reasons that have always been, you know, a single show every year. And so we came in and we said, well, there's two of us, uh, you know, surely we can shoulder twice as much work. So we decided to, um, to present two productions. Uh, and we didn't just stop there. We also decided to do uh, like a music series so that there would be, you know, other, even other offerings uh, throughout the summer. And what were the productions, in, the intended productions? What were they? Uh, I was going to be directing Alice in Wonderland. Mm -hmm. I was going to direct Saltwater Moon. Saltwater? Saltwater Moon. Moon, okay. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Canadian play uh, yeah. set, set in Newfoundland in the 1920s. Really? Yeah, mm -hmm. it, it's beautiful two-hander. It's actually set outdoors on a starry night in August. And I thought, ah, it would be perfect to have it would. Yes. So that was the plan. And uh, um, our plan is to bring those shows back this summer, pending permission from the powers that be that we can actually go ahead with shows. Um, so our plan is to, to bring those shows back. Um, that's, our, that's our hope. Uh, so when we had to cancel them, we, we did go to um, smaller scale Mm -hmm. production um still inspired by those productions um so still holding on to the themes of saltwater moon um which is about love and family and uh, as well and combining that with some of the imagery from uh, alice in wonderland uh and so we ended up creating uh what we called um beyond the stage 
uh, which were which were performances um, that like, short performances, twenty to thirty minutes that would go around to lawns and driveways uh, throughout the neighborhood, and so really? people, people would host us, and uh, and and you know we'd arrive as a as a troop of you know four or five and and uh, sing some songs and and do a dance and play with some puppets, <laughs> play with some puppets and uh, generally have a have, have a grand old time and then and then we'd move on and we, we would do you know two or three um, stops in, a, in an evening. Uh, really? And what was the reaction? What was the what was the reception? Oh it was incredible. Yeah we, we had yeah. people asking if we could come to their houses um, <laughs> or, or they, they try and find out where they were happening. We couldn't advertise it because we didn't want to draw a crowd right. so we couldn't actually tell people <laughs> There's something bizarre when you say, well, we're a theater, but we don't want to draw a crowd. Yeah. 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 It, was, it was our like summer of secret performances. Yeah. Um, yeah. We notify the people like immediately around uh, where we're being hosted. Um, so, you know, we, we'd show up and, and you know, there'd always be like a small, a small crowd on their own, on their own property, all in their, their lawn chairs and um, ready to, ready to clap along and, and, uh, and, and, and enjoy the performance. Um, now, were you in the guild area exclusively, or did you go beyond the guild area? Yeah, we we, we stayed we stayed within Guildwood. Yeah, it just yeah because our our home base, you know, we, we ended up being able to work with um, uh, the the city um, mm -hmm. using the, the sculptor's cabin, which is a a new space uh, in in Guild Park as sort of home base, and so we didn't want to travel too far afield from that. Perfectly understandable. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it was it was great, and, and one of the things that I that I really loved about this summer was, you know, having people have been you know sort of stuck at home um, since March, and you could really feel everyone everyone so eager to have a communal experience, to have a cultural experience, you know, to wave at their neighbors. There were there were you know shows where we'd leave, and then people would sort of stick around, and maybe a guitar would come out and it'd become like a like a like a ministry party yeah a neighborhood sing-along or things like that so people people you you know inspiring the community to um to come together in a, in a at a really tough time we had that on our street on um on july the first where uh it just became a spontaneous um, primarily musical uh, exercise and i i don't know who who it was but the, um, uh, because I had to leave, but the, the, I was told afterwards, the music was professional grade quality. Like th this is kind of the street party to end all street parties uh, from <laughs> what I could, uh, from what I uh, heard afterwards from my neighbors. But I think you, you're right. You have hit on something that there was just a burning desire to of people to interact with each other and um, get out from underneath this this cloud of COVID. Yeah. Uh, it was one of the things we talked about early on when we, when we saw that we weren't gonna be able to do what we had planned to do. Um, you know, we had a discussion about what we were gonna do instead. And, and of course, you know, of course the thing came up was, should we, should we move to digital? Should we, you know, should we become basically a digital production company and mm. put online? And we did a little bit of that, right? We, we have a YouTube channel, Guild Festival Theater's YouTube channel, has a bunch of great videos on it that we, that we shot over the summer. Um, but fundamentally, we, we just, we said to ourselves, well, we're a live theater company. And, and the point of live performance is the communal experience 
and the the person to person interaction of it. And that's something that we weren't willing to give up. So, you know, we worked hard to make sure that there was a way that we could still fulfill yeah. that, that mission. Yeah. And it was totally worth it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When we saw people's reaction and we, we felt that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but even just walking down the street, because we had all kinds of weird props and, and colorful hats and things like that. And people would, would wave to us or honk their horns as we just walk down the street. It's 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 a great community building um, exercise, you know, just to, to have those sorts of uh, interactions with people. So um, nobody knows where twenty twenty one is going to go. Um, if you do, I'd be appreciative uh, because <laughs> <clears throat> we'll know what to do with um, you know uh, several uh, hundred million doses of vaccine. <laughs> um, but uh, on the working on the assumption that the vaccine is not a panacea, that we are still going to be having some form of social distancing for the foreseeable future, some form of um, uh, staying at home. Um, what's the what's the adjustment that you are contemplating for um, this? this upcoming season? Well, um, we're hoping that we're going to be able to do some sort of in-person gathering. Uh, we were uh, permitted to have uh, gatherings up to 100, 100. Um, in August. Uh, we, we kept ours to 50 when we were in the park. So even if we only allowed 50, we can space people out fairly reasonably in space. We came up with a whole front of house process to get people in and out safely and make sure everyone had plenty of space between them. Uh, so even if we do have to, you know, keep, keep that sort of front of house process, we, we like to go forward and, and do shows in the park as much as we can. Um, and then if that can't happen, uh, we'll probably do more, <laughs> more of more our street, more yeah. street, yeah. more street theater, and uh, and and more more work online. Um, but we're really hoping that we can be in the park and and welcome people to the park this summer. It's it's really yeah. I I think that is the optimum uh, desire on anybody's part. But the street idea is a brilliant idea, absolutely brilliant. Um, in fact, if you're looking for streets, I can put out an invitation for mine. I don't, I don't live in the Guild, but I live not far from the Guild. Um, I'm sure we could line you up um, quite, quite quickly with, <laughs> with lots of, uh, lots of um, uh, opportunities, shall we say. Um, well, um, this has been a, a great chat. I was thinking about um, the Guild as a site. Um, it's had quite a history. I don't know what you, uh, how much of the, of the site you know about, but um, at one point, it was um, a, in effect, a, uh, a recovery hospital for people returning from the war who had uh, what they used to call shell shock, which is really PTSD, and um, and it was that for quite a number of years before uh, the um, people donate, uh, moved in and took over the, the, the mansion. Um, the name is escaping me right now. Um, and um, so it's, it's had a unique and special history for Scarborough going back uh, many decades. 
And uh, recently we planted out front of the uh, guild a um, two oaks, two little oak trees, um, which are bimmy oaks. And they have a story to them as well. Um, there was a Scarborough farmer, Tyler, take note, Scarborough. <laughs> um, and, um, and he went off to uh, World War I. A, um, he was a communications specialist and um, participated in the probably the greatest battle of um, the Canadian Army, which was the uh, taking of the Vimy Ridge. Uh, he gathered, after the battle, he gathered some um, acorns and returned to Scarborough with the acorns and planted them. And of course, from acorns grow into oak trees. And uh, if you go to the site of his former farm in northwestern Scarborough, up in Agincourt, you'll see the remaining stand of oak trees uh, from the Vimy, uh, Vimy battle. And so to commemorate that, a good friend of mine decided that he would take um, saplings and transfer them back to the site of the battle um, and bought four acres at the base of the Vimy uh, Oak, uh, uh, the, of the Vimy Ridge um, and planted these um, these saplings in the um, in the um, park that he in effect purchased to commemorate the the vote. So he had a number left over, and um, and allowed us as members of parliament to buy them. And so we did that and planted them on the in in this case in the front lawn of the Guild Inn. So uh, if you Next time you're at the Guild Inn, you'll see two, uh, I was going to say, pathetic looking um, uh, oak uh, saplings um, planted on the front lawn and uh, surrounded by uh, fencing, which um, is uh, just part of the, the history of um, the Guild Inn. So uh, anyway, um, that's just a, a snippet of the history of the Guild Inn and, and um, one of the beneficiaries, uh, you are kind of beneficiaries of, of that, that history. So in the event that you want to write a play, <laughs> I think there's the bare bones of an interesting story there of a, of a young Lieutenant um, uh, farmer from Scarborough, who is an extraordinary linguist and um, and uh, has quite a, uh, as I say, a story to tell. So you won't have to, next time, you won't have to import a Newfie story. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, with that, let me, uh, let me draw to a close. So in uh, 25 words or less, tell us why um, the, the people of Scarborough, in fact, people beyond Scarborough should, um, should um, go to the, the website Buy a whole bunch of tickets on good faith, uh, and um, and uh, make sure that you have a successful season. 
Okay. Well, since you're partners, you get 12 and a half each. <laughs> uh, it's Guild Park is a magical place, and the Greek theater is a, a perfect setting for outdoor theater in the summer. You know, we're Scarborough's only professional theater company. And uh, it's such a privilege to, I think, work in the most beautiful outdoor theater in this country. Um, and uh, if, you know, if, if, you love, if you love great stories, if you love great theater, um, then you should definitely come to the Guild Festival Theater. Well, I, went to, I think you went over your word count, but you're absolutely <laughs> right. It is a magical. Uh, it is a magical uh, uh, way to spend a beautiful summer evening. But the two of you are just uh, an extraordinary partnership, and we are very, very fortunate to have you. So thank you for doing this, and uh, we appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for listening to What We Give. I'm John McKay. This podcast was produced by Amanda Capito, with support from Layla Sharif, and Janissa Loss. If you want to stay up to date with Scarborough Guildwood writing, sign up for the newsletter on johnmckay.libfarl.ca.